It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Uh, well, I mentioned this off the top as one of my heroes uh, in my heroes and villains segments, but uh, if we all don't have Lauren Jackson at the top of our heroes list this week, then I don't know if we're paying uh, enough attention. So a career that began 25 years ago as an Opal, 16 years of age, Lauren Jackson from that point on and throughout her career established herself as uh, Australia's most decorated basketballer, man, woman, you name it. She has been one of our greatest, if not the greatest of all time, uh, to come out of Australia into the world of basketball. And it was just heartbreaking in 2016 when she wasn't able to, due to debilitating knee injuries, get the farewell she so richly deserved. Well, as a 41-year-old, came back to get exactly that. And on the weekend, the bronze medal game against Canada, uh, Australia dominated, and it was off the back of Lauren Jackson. 30 points has now broken a ton of records. And to speak all about it, about the greatest of all time, one of our other greatest of all time, Michelle Timms, has been good enough to join us, who was part of ESPN's commentary uh, of the FIBA World Cup in Sydney. Michelle, hello to you. Hello. Do you just have to shake your head at times? Um, what? How did it feel being there to see Lauren Jackson do what Lauren Jackson did? It was just, it absolutely was just shake your head. I just couldn't believe what I was witnessing, to be honest. Um, you know, even then, as now, I can't find the words to explain her. She's just an unbelievable athlete, an unbelievable human being. She's the gift that just keeps giving. <laughs> <laughs> so a bronze medal for, for Australia. And we'll speak about Australia overall and their performance at the World Cup. Um, uh, from where they were at the Olympics, it, it, which was nowhere, uh, to where they've been able to get to here, it's a testament to uh, them uh, and to the players and the coaching staff involved. And we will address that because it, we absolutely should. But, but Lauren Jackson, of where she will finish up, when you heard that she was coming back um, to play competitive basketball, how did you feel? And then when she said that she was putting her hand up for international basketball, what went through your mind? Well, when she said she wanted to make a comeback and then when she said she wanted to give the Opals a go, I had no doubt she was going to be able to succeed in both areas because there's one thing about Lauren Jackson. She doesn't do anything by halves and she's very calculated. So there's no way she's going to put herself in either of those positions unless she knows um, she's able to do it. There's no way she'd want to be part of the um, the Bandits team, which was her NBL1 team, or the Opals as a token. So when I heard the news, I thought, hang on, hello. Um, she's, you know, she's informed. She believes in herself. She dropped all that weight. And I had total belief that she was going to be able to get it done um, on the court. But I think when it comes to the Opals, even before they stepped foot on the court in that first game against France, I really felt that her job was already done. She came into that program and she um, she turned it around. You know, she denies it, but anyone who's been around the Opals or seen what's gone on in the past 18 months with um, with Liz Cambridge, we sort of what what she did for that team was what it desperately needed, and that is reinvent itself and um, and discover what it really meant to be an Opal. And they'd lost they'd lost sight of that um, for a number of reasons and. Um, she helped him understand what it truly meant to be an Opal. And, and so she set the culture or helped, it, you know, set the culture up for the team, which uh, was absolutely fantastic and evident 
sorry, that dog. Is, can you hear that? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I'm not surprised because we're all massive fans of, of Lauren Jackson. It just sounds like your dog is as well. Oh, man. No. <laughs> well, when you're away working for ESPN, <laughs> what do you expect your 18-year-old daughter to go and do? Look after the dog. While you're away. <laughs> oh, no, no. Buy a puppy. So anyway, that's another story for another time. But sure. we're in a good mood right now, so we're speaking up Lauren Jackson <laughs> and what she did for the Opals. So um, yeah, no, it was quite remarkable, and you could really notice the difference in the girls, and and they became believers in themselves and believers in in the fact that they thought they could win a medal. They had this toughness about them. They had this. Um, selflessness about them and um, it was just a beautiful thing to watch. It wasn't so pretty the first game when we went down to France. No. But um, we still knew the foundation and the culture was back um, despite that loss. But um, yeah, no. Like So for me, Lauren had, had already done her job before the toss of the ball against that France team and then to see what she was able to do, someone, an absolute superstar, step into that um, team and say, I'm here, coach. I'm going to do whatever it takes to help you and the team, you know, get to where we want to be, and that is back on the podium like Opals um, have been for so many years. And, and that was infectious, you know. Um, Ezzy Magdeball got benched and came on and was brilliant. Kayla George got benched, came on and was brilliant. Lauren Jackson played games where she only played three minutes, but her three minutes were so, you know, fabulous and um she really put the team first, yeah. like they all did, put the team first. And in the game that mattered, 30.7 rebounds, two steals. Oh, now, equal it. record of the most World <laughs> I know, I know. Equal record, most World Cup games played. Uh, 43 to sit alongside Brazil's uh, Janeth Dos Santos Arcane. And the all-time leading point scorer in medal games in FIBA Women's World Cup history. An extraordinary send-off. But the greats, Michelle... It's it's in the moments that matter most. So you talked about the not not a ton of minutes at times through the the pool yep. games, but in the game where it mattered most, Lauren yep. Jackson was the was the dominant force in the game. And then to go out in that manner, um, you know, we we speak about the Mount Rushmore of Australian <laughs> basketball. She sits absolutely uh, on that. Yep. And at the top yep, of that tree, absolutely, absolutely, it was phenomenal. You know. As I said earlier, she's just the gift that keeps giving. You know, she, she left a legacy when she was forced into retirement for women's basketball. And then she, you know, goes into a job and becomes the um, the head of women's basketball in Australia and then decides to come back and play for the Opals and help lead them to the medal. But to finish her career the way she did was extraordinary. You know, I, I played with Lauren when she first joined the Opals in 98. And she was this gangly kid. She, um, she, she didn't have an international body, but you knew she was special. She'd do things like come on for eight minutes and score eight points. Well, LJ might have looked a little bit different to what she looked then, but, boy, the, the exact same outcome. I think she only played 20 minutes and had 30 points. And she just had that look in her eye. You know, Coach Brondello played her for three minutes the night before. That might have helped that look. I'm not a token, <laughs> but um, she just laid it and left it all on the court. And it's just, it's surreal what she did. It's its unbelievable what she did. And she put the team on her back and um, gave them a, uh, uh, you know, a big in the key. And we hadn't had a lot of inside penetration through that game. And so the ball just kept going into her. And I felt bad for the Canadian player, Antomwa, yeah. who was on every highlight reel. 
because she just kept getting beaten. <laughs> yes. um, but it was quite extraordinary, unbelievable. I, I'll never see it again in my lifetime to go out after having half a knee replacement and two kids and be out of the game for so long and to come back and win MVP, not just, you know, score 30, but MVP of that game mm. was just phenomenal. Um, Michelle, Tim, before I let you go, how proud should we be of uh, the Opals' performance given that they were rock bottom after a really disappointing Olympics and we all know what happened in the lead-up to that. You've touched on that with Liz Cambridge uh, and the healing factor that Lauren Jackson brought as well as the star factor and the and the output factor in that game. But to, to have a bronze and China, unfortunately, got the better of us again, but um, America got there. Uh, got the best of them. But how proud should we be of a, of a podium finish at this World Cup, given how far back we've, we've had to come from? Just in, incredibly proud. Like, you know, you go into tournaments and you're meant to say things as, as, a, um, as an Opal, as, an, as a supporter. Like, yeah, you know, we're going we're gonna to podium. We're going to get on the podium. We're going to medal. But really, no, none of us thought that. None of us truly thought that this team was going to medal. We thought maybe fourth, and if we finish fourth, That'd be just a fantastic effort. But to win that bronze medal was just an incredible performance by all. And, and you know, Loz did, did score 30, but, you know, it, it was truly a team effort. And I think they overachieved 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Steph Talbot, great tournament. Sammy Whittaker, oh incredible. So uh, there's a lot, a lot to take out of, of it. And, and geez, didn't Sydney show up and show out to, as the host uh, of the World Cup? It was a phenomenal series. And, and well done to you and the whole team that did such great coverage of it on ESPN. And Michelle Timms, thanks so much for just um, giving us your thoughts. Oh, thanks so much for having us. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.